0: Welcome to another episode of Carrot Juice. I am your host, Monte Lee. I hope that everybody's doing well out there. The restrictions have been lifted. People are coming out, you know, enjoying one another, having real conversations, going to events. I went to an event this past uh, Friday uh, at a, a local uh, hotel, and it was really nice. It was really nice to get out you know, enjoy uh, the city to speak with people. So I'm happy about that. Before we get into the program, we got a little bit of housekeeping. And the only thing that I want to say at this time is thank you for listening. If you're listening to this content right now and then you're enjoying it and you're getting uh, something out of it, which I hope you are, do me a favor, lend me a BMW. If you don't know what that is, it's just, if you believe in my work, then support the program, you know, share it with your friends, like the video on YouTube. It's literally free. Just drop a like. Um, And if you haven't already on any podcast platform that you might be listening to this, uh, leave a review and a rating. It really helps out. So let me a BMW. I'm going to give you a moment while you do that. All right, now let's start the show. All right, so the first thing that I wanted to talk about um, this week has to do with um, the tragedy that occurred um, in Miami Dade County. So I'm going to pull up the article here. And if you haven't already heard the news, there was an accident that occurred over the weekend so this article comes courtesy of, um, CBS news and it indicates that 152 still unaccounted for in Florida building collapse, according to the Miami-Dade County mayor. The first thing I want to say is condolences to the people who have lost their lives in this tragedy. That is just really tough and jarring to hear. and. you really can't explain something like this. Like how does something like this even happen is where I want to start because I feel like there have been so many things that has to happen in the chain of command when it comes to inspection, reporting, um, being the owner of a property, uh, also just bad luck all formed into this like perfect avalanche to cause something like this to happen, not including any national uh, natural disaster, which from all accounts did not happen in this case. So I'll go on to read the article here. Mm. Okay. Article is acting a little slow, but. That's it for you Chrome. Let's go to Safari. All right. So according to this article, uh, Daniela Levine Cava, the Miami Dade County mayor said on Sunday evening that the death toll in the Surfside building collapse stood at nine. Four more bodies were found and identified. While 152 people remain unaccounted for, she said 134 people had been accounted for. Although no one has been pulled alive from the rubble since Thursday, the day of the collapse. So, this article is uh, indicates as well that Sunday marked another day of searching through the treacherous debris. And Levine Kava said family members were allowed to visit the site to watch the rescue efforts and pay their respects. Wow, and if you see some of the images that are um, on the news right now of this, uh, this accident, it is uh, jarring, like literally like half of the building just, caved in end on itself. So the mayor goes on to say, we are cutting a deep trench to assist us. It is now 125 feet in length into the pile. It is 20 feet wide and 40 feet deep. This trench is very critical to the continuation of the search and rescue process. So, wow. So the article goes on to say that as Details of the building's possible pre existing conditions emerged Sunday. A lawyer confirmed to CBS News that a Surfside official had told the building's residents in 2018 that it appears the building is in very good shape. However, um, there's some new information that was released, and on Saturday, the city of Surfside released an engineering report from 2018 that warned that the building had major structural worries. It is unclear if any of the issues in the report from Morabito consultants caused the collapse. And it didn't warn of Im- imminent danger, although it said repairs were needed. Okay, wow, these photos are tragic, it's it literally looks like a war zone. So. Apparently, there was waterproofing that failed under the pool deck and wasn't properly laid, so water didn't drain. The failed waterproofing is causing major structural damage to the concrete structural slab below these areas. Failure to replace the waterproofing in the near future will cause the extent of the concrete deterioration to expand exponentially, is what the report in 2018 said from the consultant group. So the report also said that there was abundant cracking in concrete columns, beams and walls in the parking garage. The consultant estimated that the repairs needed to address the building structural issues would have cost more than $9 million. Wow. So I just wanted to touch on that. I am going to, reserve judgment in this time on what exactly caused this incident because they're still trying to figure things out. But geez, there are going to be lawsuits coming down. There's going to be speculation from a, a lot of areas on what caused this. Um, but I just want to say condolences to the families who lost loved ones. That is a horrible thing. You're just enjoying your day in your house, in your condo, and there's a public trust that people give to um, owners and uh, and as well as the city and the city ordinances. In um, instances like that, to be like, hey, is the place that I purchased safe? So someone's dropped the ball here, and um, through an investigation, I'm sure it's going to be found out. Uh, but yeah, just rest in peace to everyone that lost their um lives and, um, condolences to the families of that tragic accident. So we're going to, um, change gears a little bit and move on. And the next thing that I wanted to discuss this week had to do with Californians who are fueling the Austin housing frenzy and Austin, meaning Austin, Texas. So apparently this article comes from the San Francisco Chronicle. Californias are fueling Austin's housing frenzy. We've never seen migration like this. So according to this article, the metro area of this capital city grows by around 180 people every day, a boom that made it the country's fastest growing major region for the past decade. A new skyline has risen along the banks of the Colorado River, and with few natural barriers, new homes are rising in almost every direction. Wow. So safe to say that the Californian migration isn't a hoax. People are still moving every day to Texas for abundance of reasons. The article explains more, so let's go into it. So last month, Josh and Jesse... Rubico and their two kids joined the flood moving out of the East Bay. After seven years, they found a fast growing neighborhood in Southwest Austin called Belterra where urban density gives to lush green Hills dotted with freshly built homes next to half finished wooden frames. They go on to say there are dance parties on weekends, bike and hiking trails and fishing ponds. Children can take, a golf cart on wide, low traffic roads to attend local elementary school, parents optional depending on age. In the Bay Area, it can take a year or two to secure child care. There's no way in Austin. Wow. Up to two years to get child care? So, in that case, what do people do? What do you do if you can't get child care in the place where you live? I wouldn't know because I don't have any kids, but. People in the Bay Area, talk to me. What do you guys do for childcare if you gotta wait two years? So, apparently, taxes is the move, they're saying. So, go for a little bit further down. So, the price of a typical house in the East Bay is now around $1 million. A larger newer house in Austin with a yard and access to better schools is around half the price, though that's swiftly rising. Wow. Half the price. I always thought that the Bay Area prices are nuts. I mean, I don't care if it's tech companies and all that in that area. Why would you pay that much? It's still just a house. I don't care if it's by the ocean. You know what I'll do? I'll uh, take a picture of the ocean and put it on my wall. Somewhere where I can afford to live. How about that? I told you, this is carrot juice. It's common sense with a twist. All right. I'm not going to um, be fake here. I'm not going to tell you something that I wouldn't tell my family or tell somebody that I confide in. Listen, just because you. Want something, don't mean you need it. And no matter what you think, all these people talking about they need like renovations and I need a bigger kitchen and stuff. Can you afford a bigger kitchen? Are you out of debt, okay? Are you doing it just because you're seeing some Instagram influencer or person on YouTube say that uh, this is the wave in new kitchens? Because let me tell you this, let me ask you this as well. Does the grilled cheese sandwich and grape drink that you're going to be drinking and eating taste any different or care about what kitchen it gets made in? It doesn't. Okay. It really doesn't. At the end of the day, you got to be wise about how you spend your money. Don't be fooled and indoctrinate indoctrinated into believing that you need a four bedroom house with three bathrooms and you're single or it's two people that's going to be living there. No kids yet. How about you get the house that you can afford now and then later if you want to upgrade when you have more bodies more people that need to live in that space. That's when you upgrade to the bigger place. Things take time. I think a lot in in today's day and age, a lot of people are trying to jump from A to D or A to Z or A to Y when you haven't progressed through all the different increments it takes to be successful and be where you need to be. Enjoy the journey, enjoy the path. That would be my advice to you in that situation. And before we move forward, we have a message from the sponsor and then we'll be back. All right, the next thing that I wanted to discuss today is about an article that recently came out and I think it is gonna affect A lot of people out here. So according to Bloomberg, if you haven't heard, OnlyFans seeks new funding at valuation above $1 billion. This was published by Bloomberg on June 16th. So the article goes on to say that OnlyFans, a site where celebrities and adult film stars charge admirers for access to videos and photos is in talks to raise new funding at a company valuation of more than 1 billion according to people with knowledge of the matter. Uh-oh. Uh oh. Things are not looking good. Yikes. So, let's go on before I I give my reaction to this. The startup which is profitable, is working with an advisor to solicit interest from investors, said one of the people who asked not to be identified because the discussions are private. The idea is to find backers who can help it become more of a mainstream media platform and lessens its reputation for P O R N. People have been saying this for a while. What's your backup plan? Okay. Things on the internet never last forever, especially when it has to do with spicy content. People have been saying this. If you're not familiar with who Kevin Samuels is, he mentioned it. He already mentioned this. So now he's looking like Nostradamus. So let's go on with the article, because I, I found this fascinating. So though OnlyFans has roots in adult entertainment, the site wants to be a place where a broad range of celebrities and athletes can connect with fans. It's also looking to attract more advertisers, some of which may be wary of its P O R N ties. So so far, its celebrity users include professional boxer Floyd Mayweather, rapper Cardi B, companies such as Sticky's Finger Joint, a restaurant chain specializing specializing in chicken fingers, have joined OnlyFans as part of their marketing strategies. Okay. Anybody has sticky fingers? How is it? I have never had it. But you know, I mean, I like I like some tenders. You know, I like some chicken fingers. I still feel like nobody really is messing with as far as fast food wise, Popeye's chicken tenders, spicy chicken tenders with some sweet heat sauce. Um, uh, but I might stand corrected. I'm always down to try some new, um, you know, chicken tenders, maybe just once a week. You know, I'm not, uh, eating fried food all the time cause I'm trying, I'm working on my fitness. Shout out to Fergie. So let's go on. So athletes are a creator genre. We're seeing a lot of growth in. The OnlyFans founder and chief executive officer Tim Stokely said, "When Mayweather joined the site earlier this month, so OnlyFans handled more than two billion in sales last year. Since the site takes a twenty percent fee, that means it had over four hundred million in revenue. So this year, the London-based company." is growing at a rate of over 100%. According to the person familiar with the situation, OnlyFans has said it's paid out over 3 billion to the more than 1.25 million creators on this platform. It has over 130 million registered users. Wow. So Yes, there's a lot of growth here. And I believe originally OnlyFans was marketed as a platform where celebrities, artists, um, rappers, entertainers, influencers, people that had some level of notoriety and fame could Monetize themselves by giving you like a backstage pass to what they're doing in their life, you know, to have uh, more in depth content and interaction with that star or that artist that you um, are a fan of. And since then, it has kind of morphed and been used as a platform for adult um, content and for, uh, put it lightly, uh, escorts in a way to market themselves and to do, you know, strange things for, uh, some change. And I'm not knocking them, but I'm saying it, it's it been, uh, commandeered from its original purpose. And it looks like, uh, only fans is clapping back at that. And it wants to be more marketable because they could see the writing on the wall that, That uh, type of content has a shelf life and it's not something that is going to be able to be used um, as a growth for the long term because investors that have a lot of money and they want to get investment from don't want to be tied to something such as PORN content and adult film content because it's not a smart business move. When you go into the corporate space they're more politically correct. They have brands to be conscious of. So it makes sense. So uh, in the mortal words of uh, Kevin Samuels, when OnlyFans stops, Subway will be hiring. So um, I hope that people have backup plans. Um, All the people who have been collecting unemployment for this entire time during the pandemic, it's time to start thinking about your future, it's time to have a plan on how to be successful in a, in a way that's not just based on getting money quick. There's a time to get money quick legally, of course, and there's a time to have a plan for sustainable uh, income streams. So that's what I have to say about that. And, um, while we're here. Okay. um, We'll move on to the next topic. And the next topic that I wanted to get into here um, is tied into things that I wish I knew when I was 17. Okay. And this week on things that I wish I knew when I was 17. The first thing is, Don't flaunt and stunt with a lifestyle that you don't plan on upholding. Uh, Far too often, I see that there are a lot of people who, when you're young, it's marketed to you to have these type of shoes, to uh, try to get this type of car, to try to um, eventually make so much money to be able to market yourself and to attain a certain type of lifestyle so you can attract, certain type of people, right? And I would say as a young person coming out of high school, the main thing you should be focused on is who am I as a person? What do I like to do? What are my uh, passions? What are uh, my gifts? What are things that I'm good at? What, What are things that I'm bad at? I feel like having that mindset when you're going into college and just growth and learning yourself, have a lot of conversations, you know? with a variety of people, because it's gonna help shape you. And then don't be afraid to get criticism and to uh, learn from other people. Because far too often, I feel like a lot of our young people are kind of shaping their worldview based on social media. And you gotta realize that social media is not real per se. People only show you their highlights. They don't show you their low moments. They don't show you what it's really like for the most part, there are some other people that that are vulnerable on there. But for the most part, people are only going to show you their highlights. And you can't get caught up into that because the baseline on what's going to make you successful doesn't have to do with anybody else. It's strictly based on your ability to tamper your expectations, accept um, your reality in the moment, and then doing what you can do today to become the person that you want to be in the future. So you only can focus on the here and now, what? Where do I want to be in five years? What do I need to do today to start moving towards that goal? And then start putting the work in. Far too often, I feel like I see people, well, no, I know. I know that there are a lot of people who are buying $1,500 sneakers, $2,000 shoes, living at home with no car, with debt. There's no point in, first of all, buying a $1,500 pair of shoes unless you got some other things in place first. And in our community, the black community, I would say there's a culture of consumerism that is like grotesque right now. And I wanted to kind of segue what I'm talking about now into this situation and then I'm going to react to it. This, uh, content has been hitting the airways a lot, fair use shout out to eight at the table. This, um, clip is, uh, influencer. You want to say, uh, only fans model, uh, her name's Blue Jasmine and she was on eight at the table and she was talking about her situation after she broke up with an ex. So, uh, listen to this and then we'll get right back to it
1: that person has taken me from one space or level in my life to another, so I'm forever grateful. And I also, in the same note, feel like if I was to ever be in the space that I could repay in any way, shape, or form, that I would, you know what I mean? But, um, and the other side of me is like, you can't take it back anyway, so it doesn't matter because you've already placed me at this space. So it's like, yeah, unless you want me to fake be with you to keep my shit, then let's just be friends and it didn't work and that's that but you got to continue to you know your credit is gonna get messed up i don't know but he continued paying it he did continue he's yeah really, he's still paying it yeah yeah and you would another dude with yeah. It. yeah it's yeah. been like i've been with my guy maybe like going on one year and he's been paying my Well, rent i would love tins. to meet your guy i would really love to meet him because those song. men are rare i, I want know
0: fair use fair use um so she was just a uh, little further context on this she was talking about how her bills are still being paid, even though she broke up with this guy who was facilitating her lifestyle. And they're having a, a cut uh, conversation here at eight at the, the table. And it's not contentious or anything, but they're just having a back and forth, a dialogue about this situation. So we'll go on with uh, the clip here. And one
1: man want oh. to stay in that house that another man is paying the bills. I, don't I, don't I got to question him. Because there's no man yet that's going to be like, <laughs> I, I just don't know him. That's mother. like... This nigga still. Once he finds out, like that nigga still paying pay the man. rent? here, he yeah, gonna be but, like, nah, we gotta get you a friend. Know he knows. Not, no, no, he knows. I gotta. They oh, both. Everybody different. know everything. Oh, he's he's nice. That nice. man nice. nice. feels like let's. While we have this opportunity, let's stack our bread, so when you know, and then like you then.
0: <laughs> yeah, so you, you heard right. She got a boyfriend.
1: That's what that is. I don't know. I wasn't trying to come up. I wasn't sneaky because if I was sneaky, I would have stayed with no. I mean, sneaky like hiding. What I'm saying is, your man is on some like, oh, if that nigga gonna pay the rent, then we gonna come up. Him. So your man think he's a sucker. I mean, a, he thinks that nigga is a sucker. Yeah, mm-hmm. my man does think that. He thinks a sucker. Mm-hmm. He thinks that, but you? I don't Did think that. No, that's, that's my friend. So that I feel was your like, little brother. I feel like, your little brother if ha- it was, look, so if like, Or oh, your I'm father, ready, let's be honest. I have, uh, I have a son. If my son was well off, and he decided to put a woman in a car, I would feel like that's disrespectful for you to take. You should have never put that nah, woman in that I don't car. Agree with that. That's how I feel. And I raised. And I raised. And he I, ra- I raised. Could and use I,
2: that money in that car? Then he should have
1: thought of that in the budget from day one when he initially got the car. So when a girl you know what I mean? Because.
2: basically it was hard by cheating. Remember, I said cheating is hard. Cheating the only is different. No, cheating get, is different. To, all right, yeah. Cheating go. is different. I
1: feel like if someone cheats on you, then yeah, you should take the stuff away because they're being sneaky. They're using you. You know, they're using you. But if you're open about things like I was in this relationship where it just wasn't working. But we remained friends, and he was still paying that during our friendship. And then, maybe, like, five months later, I got with my guy. You know you're not gonna but stop. Th-
2: I think I've I, never seen a man before, and and kind of was like, why don't you just pay this shit so yeah. we don't gotta worry about him? Like, yeah, but
1: he don't have a. You I see me? Neither, neither, with neither. Ciara. I mean, neither, neither, have given me an issue to where I had to feel like that. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? So it's Russell, not like that man has yes. ever placed me in a space like the guy that pays my bills or pays whatever. He's never told me like, yo, you gotta figure
2: this out. Do you, you know see a man as a? But
0: when you see, so I'm just. Yes, guys. So, you heard that right. So, the man that she was previously in a relationship with, uh, they were together for about five years, is still funding her car, still paying for the loft that he bought for her while they were together. And they haven't been together for I think over five months. And... Yeah, you heard that right. She has a new man, a new boyfriend. And my question to that would be why is he not funding your lifestyle, Blue Jasmine? Why is the new guy not funding you if that's something you required of the other guy? Please make this make sense because it's not making sense to me right now. Uh, we got a little bit left in the clip, and then um, I'll discuss this a little bit further.
2: Yeah, man. Do you see him as a provider? Because he's not really providing for you. Or no, you he, do,
1: he does in every other way, like providing for me. Like what? Just our home.
2: I mean, like who? Like who's more important to you right now? Your boyfriend or the one that's paying for your shelter? In they your... play
1: different roles in my life. Oh, you know so what for I mean? Money and I one mean, for obviously, love. no. Like my my man is my man, like, I'm gonna put him above anybody. Well, I'm so a- once for
0: love and once for money,
1: I'm not with the other person.
0: Mm, that was a good question that the brother just posed to her. So in that situation, who's getting the like raw end of the deal? What I'm going to um, put a bow on this. That situation is crazy. Okay. This is 2021. I thought we were talking about independence. We were talking about being a boss babe. We were talking about getting the bag and all that. And this lady openly brags too, and other stuff that I've heard her uh, talk about and talking on other platforms. Talked about how she's making money on OnlyFans and she has her own money and everything. But and sh- but she's taking, she's not taking. She's receiving this gift. She says. From her ex boyfriend, where he's paying for her uh, loft and a Mercedes that she has, which totals she she indicated it totals about six grand a month between the two, and they haven't been together for about five months. So he's paid he's some substantial cheddar, like around at least what close around 40 grand, right? Since they haven't been together. And her boyfriend at the time right now is not providing for her in that way. And she says he's number one, make that make sense. It's a lot of delusion in that situation. Boundaries are being crossed. And I'm gonna like circle this around to young men, young men, young people in general, do not, Break your neck. Do not turn around sideways. Do not make yourself somebody that's successful, motivated, and driven and stoop down to try to appease to and try to um, court a woman like this. It isn't your best interest to scout people, it's in your best interest to have clear discernment and know. When you are being taken as and for a sucker, she is finessing this guy at a level. I mean, you guys know who jo- George Gervin is. I mean, she is just giving him the Euro step for laying. in this situation. He is being finessed. And he don't even know it, but you know what? I'm thinking this guy is super wealthy. He doesn't care about that little bit of $6,000 from the, from looks of it. But what I'm telling you is don't be that guy. Have discernment, have a vision on what you wanna do. And when you are level-headed and you know the value that you bring as a person, you will not allow yourself to be finessed in this way. Because you will be at a level where you could just read through this. That guy who is paying this lady's bills, even though they're not in a relationship anymore for more than six months, he's a high earner, he makes a lot of money. However, he doesn't have knowledge of his worth in some ways, and he also um, is undervaluing, undervaluing himself because the situation in no way is not cool. Her boyfriend, sh- they, she should be married, okay? Before somebody provides like that and is paying for somebody else's bills, you should be married. So in the future, if you're gonna be providing somebody, paying all of their bills and stuff like that, you need to be married, okay? If you don't have any plans to get married, that's cool as well. I'm not saying you, sh- you have to, but if you're gonna be paying for somebody's lifestyle like that, by all means, you should be married. Um, or at least should be moving towards that path. And, and dang so sure the person shouldn't be on OnlyFans if you're gonna be funding their lifestyle. So yeah, that's what I had to say about that. I've been hearing about this story. I've been tracking it and following it a little bit. And to me, it's just insane. So I'm hoping you're getting some knowledge out of this. You're getting some gems. And um, I'm going to keep bringing this content out. You know, episodes are going to be released every Tuesday. Um, Yeah, stay safe out here. Have fun. Uh, Life is good. And um, we're going to wrap the show there. So love somebody, hug somebody. Don't pay for somebody's bills out here unless you married or unless um dang sure if that person's if they're in another relationship dang sure don't be paying for their bills man that's that's just common sense bro and um, yeah everybody be well and i'll speak to you guys next week